podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. You're listening to Inspire On The Go. It's your weekly dose of fun, encouragement, real-life conversations, and all things women's ministry. Regularly featuring segments from Andrea's radio show, Truth On The Go. If you find yourself on the go, then this is the podcast for you. Now, welcome your host, Andrea Lennon, as we talk about all the great truths that we can take with us as we go through our day. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. I'm coming to you today live from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention, and I am joined with some of my sweet friends, some of my favorite friends, some of our minister's wives right here from Arkansas. So let's go around the table. Let's introduce ourselves. Tell me who you are, where you're from, and maybe just one fun fact about you. Well, I'm Casey Hill. I am um, the associate pastor's wife at Zion Hill Baptist Church in Cabot. And one fun thing about me is that I am on the go all the time. I have a nine-year-old daughter that plays travel softball, being in the ministry, and uh, working full-time outside the home. So I am always on the go, and it's nice to come to uh, the annual meeting and, and breathe for a moment. Absolutely. And the fact that you're on the go, you're on the right podcast. Absolutely. Inspire on the go. Yes. We want to inspire women as they go. So yes, we do. We are excited to have you, Casey. Thank you. All right, sitting next to you. Hi, I'm Beverly Newborn, and my husband is Chanson Newborn, and he's the pastor of Fellowship Community Church, and uh, the church is located in Forest City. One fun fact about me is I like to do arts and crafts with my daughter. All right, and so how many kids do you have? I have two. I have a 12-year-old son and a 7-year-old little girl. And I believe that you are in education, right? I am. I am. I'm currently enrolled in a program to finish my principalship, so I'll be ready next year to be a principal. All right. Well, Casey happens to know a little bit about that, too. Just, just a tiny bit. All right, and sitting right next to me is... I'm Vicki Lee. I'm the pastor's wife at First Baptist Church in Sherwood. One fun fact about me is that I categorize my M&Ms. <laughs> um, I'm the mom of two sons. I have two beautiful daughter-in-laws. I have currently three grandchildren and one on the way in December. Oh my goodness. And I think that you have a really fun grandmother name. Why don't you tell us about that? Yes, I am VV. And uh, my grandbabies call me the crazy baby. <laughs> well, I think we can all can attest to that. <laughs> so all of you, along with some others, you serve on a leadership team here in Arkansas where you love on and you support and you resource and you cheer for and encourage our minister's wives. And so obviously all of you are in ministry. So I know that this is passionate for you. This is a passionate calling. I want us to get really real. We just have a few minutes together. Let's talk about what it's like to be in ministry. I, I, and you know, like, I know that for those of us who are not ministers' wives, it's hard for us to even really relate to what that's like. And so just kind of help us understand like maybe what a day in the life or a season is like in ministry for you, for your husband, for your family. Well, like I said earlier, I'm constantly on the go. And, that, and that's true as a minister's wife too. So many times, you know, I think we Vicki and I have talked about it earlier that, you know, Sunday morning is about getting the kids ready, getting your husband out the door, getting prepared, you know, if we teach classes or um, just help out in different ministries of the church. Sometimes even sitting in the pew listening to that sermon, there's so many things going on in the back of our minds about what's the next committee meeting or what other events do I have to attend today or other responsibilities within the church and then be supportive um, as a wife as well. Um, 
and supportive to people because they're coming. You know, I, I want that relationship with our church members that if they have a need or need a prayer request or they're going through something, I do welcome and want them to come talk to me about that so that I can hold them accountable to their convictions, but also pray through different seasons of life that they're going through. So Sundays are just as busy um, as any other day of the week in, in my life anyway. And um, it's, it's a good season. It's a busy season. Um, no idle hands, idle minds here. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Beverly, how about you? Okay. Uh, ministry for me is almost like a juggling act. Um, there's so much that we have to do and be prepared for. Um, but I love the fact of being able to be of help to somebody else because there are things that people go through and they feel like they're by themselves. But if I can come alongside and kind of help um, to show them that, you know what, you're not by yourself. Um, also try to be an example with my family, the way I care for my husband, the way I care for my children, and just showing them how to balance life itself because life, it can be difficult. And if we don't have the right relationships with God, everything can crumble. So I just try to, you know, be that example, try to show them um, and encourage them, you know, that you can make it, you can get through this. I love that. I love that. Okay, Vicki. For me, I believe ministry, and this is the learning process, Yes, I've been in this longer than you guys have. Um, I have learned that you just have to be real. Um, as a minister's wife, I want people to see me in the church and outside the church as the same person. And, uh, you know... I can relate to some of their struggles if they tell me about it, and I, sh I want to share that with them. But, you know, we also have our struggles, too. And uh, I think it's being real uh, before your congregation um, and, and just learning to love them. That's, that's the main thing. Absolutely. Well, and I think that leads us into the next series of questions, which is just kind of what are some of the joys that you experience in ministry? And then what are some of the specific struggles that maybe people would be surprised to hear about? So, Casey, what are some of the joys that you have experienced over the years when it comes to life in ministry? Again, seeing those people, you know, welcoming people to share their prayer requests and their burdens, and but also sharing the joy when they, um, when you see those requests turn into praises as well. Um, a dear friend of mine um, has struggled, um, her and her husband both, with having another child, and you know we've prayed through that, and I've tried to encourage her about God's timing and that it's perfect and that we don't understand it. And I had that conversation with her on a Wednesday night. And she called me on Friday and she said, we've just been placed with a baby and we're going to get to adopt and, you know, go from that holding, holding her hand through the valley to helping rejoice with her on the mountaintop. And I could just go on and on about the stories that, you know, you struggle with people and you pray with them and you, you encourage them as best as you can to live out that life and be real with them. Um, through all of life struggles, but then also get that mountaintop experience when you get, when you get to see God answer those prayers in His timing. And I would definitely think that that develops a strong relationship, you know, that's based on the Lord, but also on shared experiences. So as you look at your congregation, you probably can identify different seasons or different prayer times or different struggles or different joys with different people that has that that's deeply connected to you. Right. Yeah. On the flip side, one of the struggles of a minister's wife is sometimes we can we can share that burden with other people and, and their requests, but it's hard to turn around and, and let other people in on our own personal burdens because our husbands are in front of them and leading them from the pulpit. And 
there are times where we have to be very guarded, and I, I can't divulge a lot of that information um, for the sake of protecting his ministry, but, you know, we, we can live a real life and, and live in our struggles within our churches and, and build those relationships with the people that they don't have to know all the details, but I do know that they are genuinely praying and God knows specifically what we need in our own lives. And, and that's a joy as well. And we'll come back to that at the end of the podcast and talk about some of the things that we're doing here in Arkansas to help our minister's wives have a safe place. And so definitely let me come back to that. But I love the, the concept there of joy and struggle and how that, that kind of leaves you in a place of going, okay, so what do I need to do, you know, in ministry to walk this out? So we'll come back to that. All right, Beverly, what do you think about joys and struggles? Okay, the joys for me um, is being able to walk alongside someone and see the growth. Because sometimes we feel like we're just giving and giving and doing and doing and nobody's really actually getting it. And then when you see that they actually did get it and they come back to you and they're excited because they trusted God, um, that's the joy for me. Um, some of the struggles within ministry, I think, is um, when some of the people don't get it. And, you know, you're working with them and you're trying to get them to see that, you know, God has all the answers and we just trust in Him, you know, for Him to do it. Um, I think that's the greatest uh, struggle. Um, and also just the balancing act of ministry because it takes so much um, just trying to be there for everybody and being the encourager for your husband and being there for your children and working outside of the home. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm excited to know that God is pleased with me. That's awesome. That's so good. You know, and I love that you brought up the fact that we're juggling both church stuff, family stuff, and work stuff. Yes. You know, because that's a real that's a real life situation yes. for us. Yes. And I think that that's one area where perhaps you can relate to the people in your congregation, the women who are juggling work stuff, family stuff, spiritual stuff, church stuff, yeah. because we're all, you know, and you yes. brought it up earlier, we're all juggling trying yes. to figure this thing out. But I get what you're saying because it's like you want people to get it. Yes. Just like get it. And then I don't know about all of you, but sometimes I know God's just saying to me, I just want her to get it. I just want her to get it. And so, you know, it's hard. Yeah. Life is hard sometimes. All right, Vicki, what do you think about uh, joys and struggles? Um, I think... Uh, personally, one of the my favorite joys is seeing someone who actually understands when they get saved, what it's all about. My husband's favorite phrase is, it's all about Jesus. It's not about him. It's not about the church. It is all about Jesus. Um, a few years ago in our church, current church, we had a young couple that came in just off the street, brought their family in, all of them got saved. They are so right now on fire with Christ in our church. One of my biggest struggles. We just recently surrendered to the ministry. I'm a very family-oriented person. We are watching our children. They're teaching Sunday school. We don't get to go and do if we know the weekends like everyone else, or maybe can't get away for the holidays or birthdays. We have to make other times. We have, you know, a birthday can be celebrated any time of the year. Uh, I've learned that Christmas can be celebrated any time of the year. And so that that's a real struggle for me at, at this age, in my stage. Yeah, and obviously the loneliness there is a little bit layered in yes, that. You know, yeah. it's not just like one aspect of loneliness. It's a layered aspect yeah. as you probably are looking around, you know, your congregation and your church and seeing that you have the opportunity to give and give and give there, and then you turn and look, and your family's not right there sitting next to you or, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, I have lots of friends, but there are times when those friends aren't available. 
not, it's just life. And so the devil can slip in and go, oh, you don't, you don't have anyone. But you really do. You really have Jesus. That's right. That's and right. so, uh, but that is a real struggle for, I think, most ministers' wives. Which really brings us to what we are seeing God doing right here in Arkansas, and we're so excited about it. Uh, before we get to that, I want to just ask one more question, and that is, do you have a sister in ministry with whom you regularly talk, you know, that you share the ups and the downs, the joys and the struggles? Um, you know, do you have those individuals in your life? And if so, how is that a game changer for your everyday life in ministry? Well, mine just happens to be sitting across the table, uh, Miss Vicki Lee, but I, I haven't always had that, um, and I consider it a true joy to have a sister in ministry that I can call up any time, and I can just cry, and I don't have to say anything, and, you know, if, if I do get a couple of words out, then that's fine, um, but I can be real if I'm struggling as a mom and, and trying to parent my children. I can cry and, and ask questions and guidance if there's something, a, a broken relationship within our congregation in our church that I just can't go to any other church member and talk about. I need to go to a safe place. And so I just consider those relationships that I have, not only um, several ministers in, in our area around Cabot that it, it's just invaluable to have that safe person that I can talk to that's been in my shoes that has had a broken relationship in the past and and that wiser older more experienced answer than you know me just getting mad and all throwing all, all my emotions into it at one time and wanting Jesus just to slap them upside the head or strike them with <laughs> lightning to get them their lives straightened back out yeah. but um, you know, just biblical ways of hand handling that is very important to me. That's great. That's great. Okay, Beverly, how about you? Yes, I do have someone um, that I go to regularly um, because it's important to be able to get some things off your chest. Yes, um, let's talk about it. It exactly. is good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I'm able to share how I'm feeling and because she's also a first lady, she's, she understands and she understands how and what I'm going through and so she's able to share back with me. So it helps me to get through those tough times. That's great. You know, and I think whenever you have someone that you can relate to that is safe, that they yes. understand, they yes. can handle mm -hmm. the emotion that yes. might be in that moment yes. and actually help you process through it mm -hmm. so you don't stay stuck in it. Yes. And so these relationships are so valuable. Uh, Vicki, how about you? I know that Casey looks to you. I'm sure you, <laughs> in a sense, look to Casey. Oh, Casey and I are in such a fun fellowship in the North Pulaski area. Um, we, we meet, you know, like once a month, uh, several times a year. These We have each other's backs. I mean, we walk with one another, and and as Casey said, we can call each other, we text each other, uh, uh, and it can be about anything. It, 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 I mean, I've even gotten text, I need M&Ms today. <laughs> you know, I mean, that is honest. Uh, I could not live without those girls, and, and Throughout the state, I've made other friends, too, and I have friends in other states, too, that are ministers' wives. I cannot live without them because they invest in me because I have older women that invest in me, and I feel like it's my responsibility to invest in the younger ones, too, because I'm not always going to be here. And, um, you know, they're going to walk through things that I've walked through that my experience could help them maybe keep focused in the ministry. Uh, but yeah, I, mm, my girlfriends, yeah, 
got that we have each other's backs. It's real, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? It's real. All right, well, that brings us to what we really want to talk about, and that is what is happening here in Arkansas in regards to ministers' wives, um, fellowship groups, and just actually events that are happening regularly through the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. And so, uh, Vicki and Casey, you mentioned that you have a minister's wife group in your association that meets monthly, and you do fun stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not necessarily serious <laughs> Bible studies, which we know there's a place for that, but this is more about fun, fellowship, friendships. So tell us about that group, some of the things that you do, and um, how that helps you. Well, we try to meet once a month. Um, we, we rule out December. It's just way too crazy with the holidays and uh, the summer with different camps and vacations and different mission trips that we have planned. Um, but we we pray over our food because yep. we're Baptist wives, so we have to have food. Um, and we pray over our food. But other than that, it, it we've had craft nights where we've made jewelry. Um, we've decorated cupcakes and cookies before. Um, this past month, we went to the pumpkin patch in Mayflower. Um, we just get together and, more than anything, a safe place to laugh and um, to share things that are going on with our families with and, and our churches as well, but um, just very focused on that fellowship because so many um, ministers' wives do not have those deep friendships within, within a church. They haven't found them yet. I, I, I'm a firm believer that they might be there, um, but they haven't been um, tended to and, and those relationships haven't developed just yet. So we just want a time where we can come together and there have been times where things have gotten extremely serious and we have stopped everything and we have prayed over one another and um, from job loss to um, death in families, um, whatever we need, we, we are there to minister to each other um, in a way that we need in that moment, in that season of life. That's very good. And we want to see more of these fellowship groups, you know, across Arkansas. And so we're in kind of an ex discovery process and uh, we had our ministers wives event today and we actually grouped our ministers wives based on regional areas and uh, just introduced them to one another so I think that was a great first step I think the women loved it Beverly do you yes. think they loved yes. that yes. you were one of our discussion leaders yes. so what, what did that time look like what did that time seem like well it was a great time just to share um, just so everyone knows that they're not by themselves and so we were all able to, you know, share in our experience so that we could help somebody else. So it was a good time of fellowship. Absolutely. And so we grouped them together and we, you're right, they looked around the circle and they realized within my regional area, yeah. within a, an hour's drive, there's 15 or 20 other women who are clearly very active in ministry because they were at our event today. And so we encourage them, share phone numbers, you know, share email addresses, you know, meet together for coffee. But Vicki, what we're really hoping will happen is that fellowship groups will start springing up across Arkansas. And so cast a vision for that and then let the women know how you're available to help in that process. Okay. We have women in rural areas and cities. Um, and I, I've, I've talked to a lady today, and I said, you, you might not only, you may only have like two or three that show up the first time. Go ahead and do it. Um, the first time that our group met, I think there was three of us, and we had pie out at Charlotte's or Keogh's, wherever that was. And, uh, and that's where it started, with three people that had an interest of just getting together and sharing life together. 
uh, that's what we want across the state. Uh, you don't have to do anything elaborate. You can get together for coffee. You can go to someone's house. You can meet at the association office if the association office is available to you, which I'm sure they would be available to you. Do anything. And like Casey and I said, we, we are now, we plan a year of, of worth of events. And we just come together to have fun. That's what uh, our team desires for the whole state of Arkansas, for the minister's wives, to have uh, that connection, those girlfriends that you can call on times of need or even fun, fun times. Um, and, uh, I mean, the team and I will be willing to go in and help you get set up, show Talk about what we do. Um, I will personally drive anywhere. You just tell me when and where, and I will get there. Because uh, some of my friends call me a party in a package. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I want to be that party in the package for you. Yeah. Um, because I believe it is that important for fellowships. Um, and there, I mean, just talking to women across the state. There are some women in the rural areas, especially. They have no one for sure. If they can just connect with someone, one person, in, in our fellowship group in, in North Little Rock, we open up to anyone who can get there. And I've had actually had some people from like three hours away, can I come to your group? Yeah. Sure, come on. You know? So that's, that's really what we want as a, as a uh, team is to develop network groups in your area where you live uh, that, where you can bond with one another. And so our encouragement is, number one, if you want this kind of group, pray about starting it. We yes. need leaders. And we need individuals to say, I will send out the text. I will send out the email. I will pick the location, and I will get this process started. So pray about that. If you are interested in being that individual, contact Vicki Lee, and I'll give you her email address at the end of our program together. Uh, we'll also put that in our show notes so that you can contact her. Uh, you know, the next thing that I would encourage you to do is stick with it. You, you may you may have two people. You may have three people, you know, but if you will stick with it, the vision will grow, the momentum will, will grow, and then get involved with what's going on here at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention and how we resource our minister's wives. There's really three primary ways that I think the minister's wives can be encouraged. The first is through attending an uh, annual meeting. It's a great time we have on the Monday of every annual meeting. We have a minister's wives luncheon, and that's what we had today, and it's it's powerful. I just think it's a wonderful day with worship, um, networking opportunities, Bible teaching. Uh, you're going to get a great meal, and it's free, and, and you're probably going to get a fun gift, and we're going to just love on you. You're not going to be in charge of anything. We are just going to love on you, so connect in and be a part of what's going on. Another opportunity is at the Evangelism Conference, which happens in January. Uh, we're going to have a luncheon uh, you know, at that as well, and we're going to love on you again, and there's no charge for that. So if you take advantage, advantage of these statewide events, and then we start seeing some of these like networking events happen regionally, it's just no telling what's going to happen. I think that we will see... Um, 
continued movement of God through our lives as we're encouraged, as we are connected to Him and to each other. And so thank you, ladies, for what you're doing. It is making an impact, and we're so excited about what God has done, what He is doing, and what He's going to continue to do in the future. Okay, so, and Vicki, we're going to finish with your email, but before we do that, we have to have one fun question, right? Because we're a fun group, and all of you had such a look of relief on your face like this was almost over. And, and no, no, no. We've got one last question. I want to know, and I want to hear an embarrassing moment in life, if you want to make it that, or in ministry. So, Casey, tell me what comes to mind when I think embarrassing moment. Well, I was sharing with Vicki earlier, and I could, I could see my husband standing over there, but I, we got married, and I was this twenty-one, brand-new 21-year-old bride, and it was, we just got back from our honeymoon, and we were getting ready for church, and I was ironing his shirt, and ironing his clothes, and we go into church, and I'm so proud, and I take my seat in the front row, and I look, and I have not ironed the sleeves of his shirt. Like, the front and the back look great, and his sleeves are all wrinkled, and in that one moment, I thought to myself, this is my first Sunday to show that I am a responsible wife and I can't even iron the sleeves of my husband's shirt. So That's we still great. laugh about that. I love that. Okay, Beverly. Um, an embarrassing moment for me. Um, I do praise and worship and I enjoy singing. Um, but we were at a new church and new uh, equipment and the song didn't play right and so it just completely threw me off of singing and that was like the worst day of my life <laughs> did you feel like the spotlight yes like right on absolutely you? Yeah. it was horrible oh goodness horrible. that's a bad feeling yeah. i've been there before <laughs> all right vicky so i'm sitting here going through all my years of ministry and it seems like every embarrassing moment involves my children I have two sons, as I said, and so the, my oldest son at our very first church decided, and I'm big pregnant with the second one, but anyway, he decided he wanted to go see his favorite deacon who was sitting in the choir. Well, thankfully the choir had come down, but he escaped from my grip and crawled all the way from the back of the church under the pews under all those little ladies' legs to the front, and Papa reached down and popped him up and set him on the pew. That was the first one. The second one involved my youngest son, and we were in view of a call at a church, meeting with them. Everything was going great. You know, the boys were getting restless, and they somehow... One of them had to go to the bathroom and locked himself in and could not get out. And the other one comes in screaming, he's locked himself in the bathroom. And then it just went down there, downhill from there because they came back in. They're barking like dogs. I'm like, they're never going to call us. They're never going to consider us. Y'all, they called us to that church. <laughs> and they just knew we were crazy. So, I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. That's one of my favorite sayings. It is what it is. And just give it to God, right? Give it to God. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for joining us. We are so thankful for you. We're so encouraged by God's work in and through your life. And we want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to connect with Vicki. Vicki, I'm going to share your email address. It's Vicki, V-I-C-K-I-E, Lee, L-E-E, at bellsouth.net. And, again, that will be in our show notes. So if you'd like to connect with Vicki, 
uh, to talk about a fellowship group, or if you'd just like to connect with her to talk about how to get plugged in at the statewide level, you can contact Vicki. And then also, let me give you our ABSC, uh, also let me give you our ABSC website. It's www.absc.org slash women. And you can connect there uh, to all the great things going on for Ministers Wives. And then there is a private Facebook group as well. And Vicki, do you know that off the top of your head or Casey? It's, um, capital A-R Baptist Wives, Wives maybe. Okay, um, we'll put it in the show notes. Quick, do a quick search um, on, and, and I'll get you that information as well. But there's some simple questions that are asked um, just to make sure that um, we, we do keep it private and we do keep it secure. So it is a safe place. Um, if you don't have someone's cell phone number or don't have those connections that that you can put a prayer request on there or a, a praise or anything um so please make sure you answer those questions so that, that we know that we are only accepting uh, baptist ministers wives here in the state of arkansas just to protect the integrity of the group absolutely all right casey beverly vicky thank you so much for joining us uh we are excited to see what god's going to do in the future thanks, thanks. for serving thanks. thank you This episode of Inspire On The Go is over, but we hope you'll be back next Monday for the latest episode. In the meantime, you can visit absc.org forward slash inspire podcast to find more episodes and ways to connect with Andrea. Also, if you're in central Arkansas, you can find Andrea's radio show Truth On The Go at 93.3 The Fish and 99.5 Faith Talk Radio on Sunday mornings.